What's up, everybody? Welcome back to a new episode of Breakdown Breakdown. I'm here with my co-host, Hunter. Um, Hunter, we got some pretty big news to cover. What did you say? Hey, remember yesterday when I said that was probably the happiest we would have been talking, um, you know, depending on the injury news? Well, I, I, it turns out I was right. So, I'll, I'll <laughs> Yeah, you were proven right pretty quickly, too. <laughs> yeah, just a matter of a day. And then all of a sudden, just just complete sadness that followed. Yeah, and um, so we are talking about the Chet injury. Um, I think it was Wojo reported that Chet was going to miss the entire 2022-23 season um, at like around 9 a.m. Um, and then half an hour later, Sam was on a Zoom call with like local media uh, to talk about the injury. So it, it hit the fan base pretty fast and pretty hard. Like for it to drop that early in the morning, and then for and then for Sam to talk to the media like less than thirty minutes afterwards, it was just it, it's wild. It's it's just one of those days in like franchise history where you'll probably remember where you were when you heard the news. <laughs> for me personally, I was <laughs> I was still asleep, and then my phone just kept buzzing, and then I woke up like exactly at nine thirty. Um, and for those who don't know, that's when Sam met with the media. But yeah, I woke up at exactly 9.30, almost like an instinct took over my body. And like, I, I literally jumped out of bed and opened up my computer just to get on Zoom. Um, so that's how I was introduced to the news. Uh, I think you were up a little bit earlier, weren't you? Like, you, you saw it break live, didn't you? Uh, no, actually. I woke up like 20 minutes after the news broke. And I was like, oh, shit, I already told Clemente. And I sent you it. And then it took like a little while, but eventually you replied back. So I woke up just a little bit earlier than you did, Clemente. Like, oh man, <laughs> like if you're gonna break something this big, don't do it nine in the morning, man. <laughs> For my sake, I'm not a morning person. Man, I was me. still, I didn't, even, I haven't even, had, I didn't even brush my teeth by the uh, time the person was over. The school started this week for me. I mean, OU started classes already. So on my days off, I mean, Sam, you just gotta, you gotta be better than that, man. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, yeah, I mean, this sucks. It really does. I mean, I feel like we're going to repeat ourselves from last night, but, man, this fucking sucks. Yeah, this was pretty much worst-case scenario. But, I mean, when we get to the – we talk about the Sam Presser, it makes you feel a little bit better, but at the same time, you really can't get around how just not good <laughs> – how playing up awful it feels. Yeah, I mean, I don't think – I don't think this is really worst case scenario because it wasn't even a possible scenario in our head whenever the injury first happened. I think most people thought like the worst case scenario was like what an ankle sprain that cost them like a few weeks, but nothing like this. <laughs> nothing like at all. Day scenario. Like oh man, this is just this just sucks. And like there's really no way to to spin this positively. I mean, I appreciate Sam for trying to do that because you know it's it's his, it's his job to kind of you know soothe the souls. But like I don't know, I just wasn't buying what he was selling today. <laughs> yeah i mean I, I definitely there were some parts i did agree with like i was happy to hear about what he said about chet and his recovery process but whenever he said that this could probably be a positive thing i was like okay sam <laughs> we're overselling it just a little bit now yeah and like i think some of the selling points are like you know this gives chet the full nba experience for a full year without having to play a game like how does not give other players opportunities like who gives a shit about the other players man like who, <laughs> like chet chet's like I like Che, Chet, and Josh are like the three, and or two in extent, are like the three, four most smart players to this team. Like, I like Usman. Um, I like both Jalen Williams is, but like, um, they're, they're not going to have the same impact Chet could have. Um, 
Paisley and Poku, uh, I feel like my opinion on them is pretty well known <laughs> yeah. as well. So, uh, this just this just sucks. There's there's no way to, there's no silver linings. It's just this is just bad. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like you said. I mean, it's just this. It's like an apocalypse type scenario, but yeah, and it's weird too because this injury never really happens to NBA players. Like it, it's most, it's just all the force that he put in his foot in like a weird direction on his like pivot foot. It just it, it, it gave him the same effect as like what you know football players experience on the field. Like uh, a lot of examples come out. Like Travis Etienne is a, an example of one that just happened here recently. Matt Corral uh, with the Panthers had the same thing happen to him when he was Ole Miss. Uh, and players beforehand, like Ben Roethlisberger and Le'Veon Bell, but you never see that in the NBA. Maybe like a handful, and they're not even as severe as the Chet one. I think the closest one was like Udonis. And even, you know, that's really not a good example to go off of Udonis Haslam. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how this affects him going on forward. Okay, I know Sam said that he expects to make a full recovery and all that. And then they had that – that uh specialist on ESPN, I think, saying that she expects there to be, like, no lingering effects. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I got to I gotta see it to believe it first because I feel like this is one of those – because torn ligaments, like, torn ligaments are, like, uh, the type of thing that sticks with you for basically the rest of your life. Um, broken bones are one thing because broken bones – you have a broken bone and, like, a torn ligament uh, because, you know, Bones heal quicker, um, especially if it's a clean break. Like ligaments, you only get like one <laughs> one set of ligaments, <laughs> and if you damage them, then you're basically you're basically gonna be spending the rest of your life working around that. And for this to happen to Chad at 20 years old without playing a single NBA game, is just it's it's not good. <laughs> it's not good at all. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I mean, it, it's tough. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this affects his career going forward. But, uh, I mean, hey, I'm just hoping that modern medicine really helps out. Like, I mean, players, it has shown that players do are able to come back from this. Uh, maybe just a little bit decreased, but at the same time, nothing that statistically wows. They're like, wow, I mean, this really adverse to him. But at the same time, a foot injury like that with ligaments, like Clemente said, it, it, it's just, it's tough to look at. It really is hard to stomach. So it, it's... It's going to be a long, long waiting period uh, for Chet's recovery. And it's going to be very interesting for us to see what he looks like when he comes back. And hopefully uh, he's not going to be at full force, obviously, but it, I hope to be near that full force type uh, strength. I really, we really do hope so. That's the best you can hope for and really hope for no other foot injuries after that. Cause if there is another foot injury, I mean, that's, it's not going to be good going forward. That might just be it. Yeah, I don't know. This just feels like, if I'm being honest, this feels like a ticking time bomb, honestly. Like, I told you this in the DMs with, like, Chet's foot. Like, yeah, he'll probably, I mean, Sam said he expects him to be ready by next season. He'll probably, you know, uh, have a solid season. Um, but, like, there's always going to be that thought in the back, because this is something that we said, it just doesn't go away. So there's always going to be, like, that thought in the back of your head um, every time Chet plays where, like, I just hope, you know, he doesn't uh, injure his foot because of this. Um, or you just hope that doesn't affect his game. I mean, it just, it just sucks. <laughs> yeah. And, but I guess the only silver lining I could think of is that, I mean, Chet is being, he has the world-class doctors on his side and there, there's been, 
instances, like I said, full of players, they come back from it all the time. Le'Veon Bell had something similar to that in his rookie season. And, you know, he played perfectly fine for most of his career after that. I mean, you know, running backs, they really don't last that long anyway. But, like, it, he's still sort of somewhat. I mean, look, he's boxing Adrian Peterson now, so it's really – don't talk about <laughs> but, uh You know, Udonis is still going, but still not a good example. But, I mean, I guess, you know, no one thought KD would come back at full strength after his Achilles injury. But that just – the different people heal in different ways. So you can only – you can only really hope that Chet does come back from this. Uh, that, that All he can really do is just hold your breath. And if you do, <laughs> that's the, uh, it'll be a long time to hold your breath because it's going to be a while to see how he reacts to the rehab and uh, if his body's able to, to come back on the NBA court at full strength. So it's just – it's anxiety-inducing. That's all I can say, anxiety-inducing. Yeah, and Sam said that he that he met with, like, three of the five top foot specialists um, in the country. Um, I don't know. I can't confirm if Bob Odenkirk was one of them. But... <laughs> it was me and Bob Clemente. <laughs> Yeah, but like, I don't know. I mean, I'm not sure what's up with that wording there. Like he said, he said foot specialists and physicians. Uh, I, I wonder why he didn't just try to say podiatrist. <laughs> um, he just forgot the word Quinte. That's what it was. Uh, yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, and they all and they all said that they expect him to make a full recovery. But I don't know. We'll just have to see how this plays out. We're going to see how his body rea- reacts to. I guess the rehab. Um, I think I read somewhere where this is one of those injuries where Chet's going to be like um, putting his feet in the sand a lot, trying to move, and like he's going to be like more feet focused in terms of like rehabbing it. Obviously, it will because it's a it's a foot injury, but yeah, we'll just have to see. Um, uh, but yeah, man, it just it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> I never would have I thought that Chet would have one of the most rarest injuries that the NBA could possibly hand you. I mean, in the glorified scrim in the glorified pickup game, man. Too. Uh, yeah, I know. Well, what's up with the luck here, Clemente? I'm genuinely riddle me that. What is up here? I mean, first Kevin Durant's Jones fracture, where Andre Roberson patellar tendon tear. And now Chet Holmgren with a Liz Frank fracture. Why are the weirdest injuries known to mankind happened to the Oklahoma City's under players? I don't even, I don't have no idea why. Oh my god. Yeah, and the fact that this happened in Seattle of all places, uh it just it's adds just, like extra salt to the moon. I'm, I'm seeing some Sonic fans dancing up under on the Thunder's grave over this. Oh. And it's just uh that's just a better life to live. Can you imagine celebrating an injury hunter because cause it benefits <laughs> your team? Uh, I would never <laughs> I'm going to clip this part. I'm going to save it's classless. it. Classless. 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 Unprofessional. I would say classless organization, but, you know, no organization to call that. No, no organization to call poverty. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. It kind of also annoyed me a bit that Sam said that the court, the slippery court, played no role in Chad getting injured. I mean, uh, I, I don't know how, I don't know how you can, I don't know how you can confidently say that. Um, but I don't know. I feel like it's more Sam, not throwing the league under the bus because he did mention that these events were sanctioned. I'm not sure if he mentioned that before or after he said that, but either way, he mentioned that these events were sanctioned by the league, and probably not good optics uh, to say that um, 
the court that the or the game that the NBA approved led to Jay getting hurt. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And yeah, it's it's hard to dance around that, especially when you're looking slow-mo and see his planter foot kind of slip a little bit and it just overextend into like this, this weird little angle. So, I mean, it, it's definitely like a, a no contact from LeBron. It's just the, the takeoff and then the, you know, the, the planter foot just missing completely. It just, it, it definitely had something to do with, uh, you know, the the effects of the court there, I'd say. Yeah. And even though, you know, Sam said that these events are stationed by the league, I just wonder, I just wonder if, you know, Chet, like, consult, consulted with the team beforehand that he was going to meet her. I mean, that's a pretty good question to ask. I mean, that's on me for not being, for not asking that at the time. I probably should have asked that question, but. Bad report, I remember that everybody. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're right. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's, that's a very interesting question. I would love to hear the answer on that. I mean, um, I, I mean, you would think that, you know, Chad told Sam and them like, "Hey, uh, heads up! I'm gonna be in Seattle this weekend playing in um, Jamal Crawford's pro am." Um, but in terms of like asking permission, all that stuff, I just I, I would love to know, you know, the answer to that. Like, does Chad need to ask permission from the team, or can he do it anyway? Is he required to tell the team beforehand, or is it more of like a decency thing? But yeah. So Sam, if you're listening out there, let us know. No, I'm just <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, I also love how Sam's kind of a boomer when it comes to the internet. <laughs> that was like a very <laughs> fun thing. I'll give him credit though. I like that he's uh, taking down the people saying it was Chet's frame. I really, man, we're going to sit through a whole nother year of these Chet takes, and I, I'm not. I don't think I'm ready for that. Uh, I mean, I, I, I think there's. I mean, I, I think there's some validation. I mean, not 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 cool his frame, but like. The injury concerns. I like. I know Chad had like zero injuries before this in high school in Gonzaga, but like now that this happened, I feel like it's fair game to to question the durability, especially with an injury like this. They have like serious serious long term ramifications. Oh yeah, no, I, I definitely don't doubt that either. But man, when I see people talk, I mean, people trying to validate their pre draft evaluations. Oh, they irk me so much, especially now lately. Oh man, the classless again, Clinton. Who would ever do that? I have no idea. <laughs> oh man, but I mean, yeah, this just this is just awful, man. <laughs> this is like the worst of the worst case scenarios, and like I like how Sam tried bringing up like the most successful cases of guys who missed their rookie season that went out to have good careers, but like just plenty of examples on the other side where guys missed like most or if not all their rookie seasons, like. Uh, their careers are basically shortened because of injuries. So I don't know. This is this is awful. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all we can do is just wait and look at how he reacts, his foot reacts to the rehab process. We can only hope it's only good things. And even after that, you still got to see how he performs on the court. And it's just going to be a long wait. So you can only hope at this point. And while there are a lot of success stories, you know, there's always going to be that lingering back in your mind that at any point, his foot might not <laughs> react well to the rehab and this just all goes south. So just really hope, uh, really holding on to hope at any point I can right now. Yeah, this is, I don't know, this is just a tough sell. I really want to know how someone like Shay feels about this because, man, like I'm sure she understands that this, is, that this was like a random thing to happen. But, man, to have another season basically down the drain, not being able to play with the number two pick, build chemistry with him. 
um, build something for the future. Like, like I don't know. I'm I'm a little bit more concerned about Shea's future here just just because of that. Um, I'm not saying he's gonna ask out or anything, but like to have a first straight season, um, like the Thunder's had the last couple of seasons. I mean, that's got to be taxing for Shea. I I don't doubt that he might be a little down on there about that, but. I don't know. I still feel like he's still in it. Obviously, like you said, there's there's still a ton to question anyway. I mean, I, I'm sure anyone else would be like a little skeptical afterward, but I feel like Shea's still pretty much engaged, but hopefully that doesn't waver anytime soon because things can, I mean, NBA has shown us that things can change over the years. I mean, many players do change their minds after a lot of, I mean, even like that time with Zion Williamson, I mean, where it, there was like skepticism around him early on in, the, in New Orleans and then, you know, stuff like that just goes away too. And then just where uh, Donovan Mitchell right now, where now they're thinking of shopping him to New York. I mean, just stuff changes constantly in the NBA. You just, you just never know. So, I mean, right now I'm still hopeful. I don't think anything bad is going to come out of SGA or like winning. I mean, I just still think he's the, he's the, the timeline that they're looking at but you know like i like i said the nba is ever changing so you just never know hopefully there's no adverse reaction to it yeah i mean just kind of hard to ignore like the devastating ripple effects this injury could have with like shay and like josh and like throughout the entire organization like this type of injury is gonna have like massive like i said ripple effects throughout the entire franchise oh yeah definitely agree yeah um but in terms of like Surgery and all that. Um, Sam still doesn't know. He said it's in the coming weeks. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. We still don't know what we still haven't been given a timeline except for the fact that he's going to miss the entirety of the next season. Um, but I mean, yeah. Um, did you have any, uh, any other thoughts? I'm still hopeful. I'll say that. I mean, I feel like if he has a successful rehab process, I really hope that happens. I'm still hopeful. Yeah, I mean, selfishly for me, this sucks because Chad would have given me so much clout <laughs> on Twitter. Um, yeah, especially those like post game um, scrums. I would have gotten so much clout because because Chad's like a super. I mean, Chad's like a headliner man. Like Chad's, a, I feel like Chad's almost the home. Uh, what's the term? Um, household name. Um, yeah. And I mean, I mean, the Thunder got a TNT game because of Chad. Yeah, I, I'm still happy that we managed to weasel our way into the TNT. <laughs> Thank you, Chet. Thank you for doing that for us. I really appreciate that. I mean, yeah, you're not kidding, though. I mean, it, you know, I, I make fun of the marketability thing that we saw on Twitter that one time. But it's true. Chet is pretty – he's recognizable almost anywhere at this point. I mean, he's probably the most well-known rookie outside of, like, what, Paulo. Paulo and him are probably top two easily. And even Chet, he, he could, could dispute he's number one talked about, especially on ESPN. I mean, first time when he was drafted, I felt like he was talked about way more on, like, all the, the big, uh, you know, talk uh, sites on ESPN, like First Take or on Fox, like uh, – uh, oh my god i totally forgot what undisputed i forgot what skip and shannon show was called. <laughs> <laughs> a good thing i guess it shows i don't watch it as much but at the same time he just he constantly talked about on all the channels and on twitter and just on every major sports media website so i mean yeah i mean this is the closest thing the thunder have gotten to a household name since back in the westbrook and kd days yeah and that's been the case of chip for a while now i mean chet's been pretty well known uh, in the basketball community, at least since like his high school years, so for the Thunder to lose that cloud, it, it kind of sucks for you know both the team and you know for us media as well. <laughs> We're gonna get so much cloud from it now. Now we won't be able to yeah. talk to Chet for like over a year. 
Hey, yeah, exactly. That bottles up. Just imagine at the end of the next year, it's just going to be constant barrage of reporters and everybody asking Chet how he is and <laughs> constantly looking at how he's going to perform on the court, whether he plays in the preseason and just started the regular season opener. That 2023-2024 season with Chet and the Thunder's future rookie from the 2023 draft class, man, the press is going to be insane in Oklahoma City. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, back to the TNT game, I bet you, like, most of the shots – are going to be of Chet on the bench. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we all Chet. Well, we know oh, it's probably Kevin Harlan. We know he's got a significant Liz Frank injury. Said, and there's Shea, kind of, and then Paolo. But let's go back to Chet, Chet again. I called him Chet. I guess that's my new name. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, yeah, just prepare yourself for the TNT game where it, it's and they're basically Kevin Dunning it and having <laughs> Chet share oh, the screen with the game. Yeah, we'll miss the game winning, uh, the game winner behind us going on while Chad is being filmed sitting on the bench with a bunch of crutches. Yeah, I mean, I also, I mean, uh, I, I was a little bit, I was also a little bit surprised at just how quickly the Thunder um, got on this because Shams reported this Wednesday afternoon, and like less than twenty four hours later, the Thunder announced the injury, and and Sam uh, spoke with the media. Uh, I was DMing um, locked on. Ryan Stylos about it yesterday, asking him, like, so media days if like another month. Uh, when do you think we'll hear an update? Then me, both Ryan and I agreed that it's probably going to be like at least a couple weeks, uh, <laughs> just because that's how the funder operates. So <laughs> for them to, for them to, for them to respond as quickly as they did, as they did it was pretty, it's pretty surprising. Yeah. That's just, man, that definitely just, showed. Um, they ripped the bandaid off. I appreciate that. Yeah, I know. No kidding. I, I think they knew they couldn't leave us all in suspense for that long after Shams. Uh, like you said, it's definitely assumed that Chet's camp leaked that to Shams. So uh, the Thunder definitely couldn't keep us on our toes for that long. And it, it's probably been known from Chet's camp and the Thunder for a while, you know, the severity of Chet's injury. So I'm just glad they told us as soon as they could, because, man, imagine waiting till like Monday to just like sitting on the edge of your seat wondering just to hear that news. I mean, oh, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, I mean, the injury happened Saturday, and then the Shams tweet uh, happened Wednesday. So that's like four days in between. Uh, the funner, I mean, I'm just um, guessing here. Like, I have no information on this. But uh, I've had to assume the funder saw five doctors, and I would think that would probably take like a couple of days. Um, so, yeah, that, that makes about sense. They probably heard something like, what, Tuesday? Yeah, uh, probably Tuesday ish, um, maybe Wednesday. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just wild to see. It's just it's just wild how much this escalated. <laughs> I mean, it, it was it's only been what um, four or five days since the pro am. Yeah, and for all this to happen this quickly, this fast, it, it, it's wild. Well, I'm just I'm still here sitting depressed, so. Um, well, I mean, at least he's not worried about Shea getting hurt because um, it wasn't because Michael Grange reported that he's hearing that um, oh, after this. Way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm getting better at them, man. Yeah, exactly. um, but Michael Grange reported that he's heard that Shea is going to be shut down after um, the game tonight, Thursday night against Argentina. Um, what do you uh, – what do you think of that? Because I think Michael 
insinuated the fact that Chet's injury probably played a role in this. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it is. I'm sure Sam's had enough, <laughs> had more than enough when it comes to like getting injured in games um, that are not for the funder <laughs> of his best players. So I yeah, mean, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, it, it makes total sense, especially since uh, Shea has had foot problems as well. The whole plantar fasciitis thing, which is also a little worrisome at the same time, but. You definitely, after having your star rookie just out immediately after that, based off, out, out, I mean, uh, out of the NBA type games, especially just playing with Team Canada, I don't think he wants to risk it any further. So it makes a lot of sense to pull the plug on it. I mean, obviously, a lot of people are excited to watch uh, SGA play with his home country. But at the same time, I mean, after losing one big name star, it's hard to justify keep another one out there, just, you know, just in case. Yeah, sorry, Shay. Oklahoma matters more than than Canada, buddy. <laughs> I can't wait to tell the Raptors fans that. <laughs> oh man, but like, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, just shitty, shitty news overall. I mean, uh, really no way around it. Right? There's really no positive spin to this, even though Sam tried his hardest to to, to make one. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, like I said, I, I, I'm trying to find any little silver lining there is. I'm just hoping the recovery process goes well. I mean, sports medicine has luckily evolved, and I hope, <laughs> I hope to God, it just did a, it, it looks lightly upon Chet as we get go along the rehab process. Yeah, Chet's just lucky this didn't happen in um, Game of Thrones. <laughs> you have uh, Rob Stark holding his hand as he's getting his foot shot uh, sawed off. <laughs> oh man well again it's no sense you wanted to add sad again yeah very very sad um very appreciated though that the funder ripped the band-aid off and like let us know the next day that way they, they give the fan base like uh a couple months to to let the reality sit in you know the worst part about this is i went to a concert today and i still felt a little bummed while i was there <laughs> <laughs> oh man um yeah, man, uh, that sucks. But yeah, I mean, anything else that you wanted to add? Sorry, guys. I'm trying. I'm, I'm, if I sound super tired, it's because I am. <laughs> it's one a.m. Uh, when we're recording yeah, this. Uh, like, uh, sad again. Sad and tired, and kind of hungry. <laughs> oh my god! But all right, then, guys. Um, thanks for listening. Please like, share, subscribe to the pod, and hopefully, next time that we talk, it'll be on a on a brighter note. I doubt it, though. See ya.